Good afternoon and stay safe on your ride home from work on this Wednesday. Time for another Between Sundays on WRJZ with Andrew Wood and Pastor Jason Hayes of Shoreline Church. Listen as Andrew and Jason bring you the news of the day and the week and likely the weeks to come right here on WRJZ. Now let's go to Andrew and Jason with another Between Sundays right here on AM620 WRJZ. And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason. Did you notice that we had a little bit of a new intro today? Yeah. And uh, I was so appreciative of Dave, who, who produces our show, and he said, and likely the weeks to come. So, that is so true. So the, the, the reality is... We're predicting the future. Yeah, we that are. That is what we, that is what we do now. Well, we, let's see, on this show in the past, uh, I've, I've made calls for people to do things, uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah. federal officials to do things. Yeah. I, uh, those, those things traditionally have not happened. Yeah. But, but I've called for with it. With that said, we have actually predicted some things that have. have indeed yeah. happened. We've talked about, you know, election cycle things sure. that have indeed fallen in place like we suspected. We we predicted the Elon Musk situation. Yes. We Which I is, mean, there's been that's a whole nother thing. That is yeah, a lot that there. Got, that one's gotten so interesting. So, anyways, yeah. so to all of our listeners, hope everyone's doing fantastic. But we now tell the future. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no, we don't. No, we don't. But, don't but trust we are going to talk a little bit that we might, and I say a big might, we might fall into a little bit of luck and get something right. Yeah, you know. Uh, speaking of that, I was talking to my dad this morning, as I as do, you always do every morning. Should be noted, little disappointed, and when I say little, I mean a lot disappointed, that when I uh, was sitting at the here the station uh, and sitting in my truck, uh, as I do often, uh, I get here just a few minutes before you because I'm dropping off kids to school, get here just a minute or two, and like every time that we record, I'm greeted by this uh you know by this um rumble rumble yeah that is is your minivan no i'm so sorry yeah your church van yeah, it's not a minivan uh, no no it is not yeah. your church van rumbling down the road and today yeah, not today uh, you like snuck up on me because yeah. you were in your wife's car. Yeah, a little SUV. It's That's not right. little. And it's I mean, not little. Actually, when we got that Armada, we were like, "This is a big deal. This is a big. You know, it can pull. It can do everything, but it it just doesn't have the feel. It's more West Knox, and my <laughs> church van is more Cornersville. Okay, you know, and so which is good. It's good I to need, have a little bit of both. Cause uh, you, yeah, you got a little West Knox uh, in you, sure. Yeah, and then you got a lot of Cornersville. <laughs> yeah, in you. I do. I certainly do. So, anyways, I so yeah, no, I was talking to my dad, and he told me he said we didn't get finished milking last night until around nine o'clock. Now, for those of you listening, you may think, well, is I don't I don't know when he normally gets finished milking. Well, when you're a dairy farmer, you milk twice a day every day, rain, okay. shine, you know, snow, it doesn't matter. They typically now I will say when I was a kid, he would get up at five and go milk. And that was when my papa was living, and I think my papa ran a little tighter ship. Okay, okay. so uh, as the years hope have, your, hope your dad's not listening. Yeah, well, he's not. No, no he has I no sure internet. Uh, so <laughs> his his flip phone can't access the podcast. No, uh, and so uh, and he would admit to this. Uh, so as the years have progressed, that has now gone to he calls me at like seven thirty his time okay. in the morning. In when I was a kid, he'd already been milking for two hours at that point. Okay. Now he's 
driving around the field getting the cows up around that time, okay. which is interesting. Uh, but that's what they want to do. Uh, and so they, they milk around, they usually get done around 10 o'clock in the morning and then they go back and milk again when I was a kid around three o'clock. Now that is moved a little later. Okay. Uh, but they typically get done it between. It feels like it could get up in the summertime. Yeah. I'm oh, for sure. sure. I'm comfortable with that. It absolutely does. And so now they, they and usually. Forbid your livelihood. Right. Run into dinner. Yeah, That's I agree. A, we don't need Especially that. Especially when your livelihood is <laughs> dinner, dinner uh, and breakfast. And yeah, so, that's right. And so as now they they get done between six and seven. Okay. So to get done at nine is is kind of ridiculous. Uh, but he said, I said, so what happened? Why did you get done late? Uh, and he said, uh, all the the vacuum pump went out. And so this is on a. Uh, he was telling me about his experience over the weekend. So this is on a Sunday evening that okay. th- this happened to him. Okay. And, uh, and he said, so we, we had the part. We gonna had, be super honest. I'm really nervous to know what vacuum pump. It has really to do needs. with the, the taking the milk to the tank. Oh, oh, so yeah, okay. so it's, okay. so there's, there's these machines, vacuum sucker things that they yeah. put on the cows to okay. get the milk out. Yep. Well, then that milk goes into this giant tank in the in the adjacent room, and so it has to get into that tank. So I'm thinking that the vacuum pump has to do. I, look, I didn't ask a lot of questions, yeah, Jason, yeah, but yeah. that's what it was. Yep. So he said, "Well, we have I mean, you. You probably wouldn't know this if you didn't drive an Armada. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I've turned two West Knots. <laughs> um, and so he he said we had a vacuum pump at okay. on site." So he, they had an extra one, which is good. So it, it probably goes out often enough that they want an extra one uh, around. Uh, but they had to wait. This is what my dad called him. We had to wait for the fix-it guy. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure he has a better title than, yeah. than that. It's but on his card. But on a Sunday evening at 6.30, yeah. you're getting a call. You're probably, what, sitting down to watch America's Funniest Videos. That's what Witches. one does on Sundays. Absolutely. That's what I did when I was a kid. Yeah. And and so you get a call from Wood Dairy. Hey, we, our vacuum pump hey, went out. Hey, Mr. Fix It. Hey, guy. Mr. Fix It. Man, we need <laughs> you to come out. So he came out and uh and then they got it fixed and then the cows, this is the interesting thing about cows. They have they have a system. Look, we, they know what time it is. Yeah, they know and it's time to get milked. They know, the, right? They know the vacuum is. I would, behind. I would say it's a similar. I haven't, you know, the cows haven't told me. I would say it's a similar feeling if you're on that long trip and you're like, can I make it to the next exit? Yeah, I really, yeah, like I really think I need it. Maybe the cows feel that way. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we need to get this milk out. Yeah, and we're about to explode. Yeah, and but they took so long putting the vacuum pump in, the cows are like, yeah, deuces, we're out. So yeah. they went back. <laughs> They went back to their fields where they go. And so my dad then, after they got it fixed, went out and started yelling for them. Oh. And my uncle, who milks with my dad, who they don't, they don't talk a lot. Uh, and I don't have to go into that. No, no. But, I mean, but they, uh. With our national audience. Yeah. Here, my uncle said, my uncle said, <laughs> I don't think they're going to come back. I don't think he wanted to milk. I think he was ready to go home. <laughs> and my dad just kept yelling. And they came back and they milked. And then so I asked my dad, what will this do for their production? Because you finished milking them at 9 p.m. Right. What does that do? So now you're back up this morning milking them at a regular time. And he said, Ah. I don't know. 
Call the fix. Eh, it'll be all right. So just a couple things that a couple observations from just the last few minutes yeah. of discussion. N- number one, so cool how God uh, made us in his image. You know, like we are different than every other thing yeah. in terms of, you know, every other thing that is in existence, he, he spoke into existence. And then we see with humanity uh, made in his image, we are we are breathed into existence, yep. which is so super cool. And, uh, you know, it's just there's so much to it. We've been doing the Sons and Daughters series at Shoreline and really, really cool. Just kind of how unique um, it is for us to be children of a holy God. And maybe maybe uh, one of the things that that I've missed, you know, kind of the real incredible things about how God made us up to this point is that we don't on a daily basis have to have a vacuum attached right. to our bodies. Right. I mean, God is kind and yes. good. That's common grace. Right yeah. there. <laughs> common that is grace. common grace. And then the second thing, <laughs> just another observation, maybe one of the weirdest starts to a yeah. show we've ever had. Yeah. But you know, the more you know, the more good. you know, and, and you, if you drink milk today, <laughs> You need to know how that milk ends not, up on I'm your not table. I'm certain I want to now. Yeah. Oh, well, it's probably, right. probably best. But, you know, it's, it's a, when you grow up in that world, that's just what you know. Yeah. You just, hey, that, of course we know how milk gets to the table. Of course we know how our steak is, is, right. ma- all that is just, that's just normal to us. But, but then, like I used to have a boss at UT and he told me he's from Jersey City oh. or yeah, Atlantic City. I don't know. He's from a city, okay? <laughs> that that is not that is not uh he's not, not, it's not John it's not Johnson. No, city. no, he's okay, from like a it. like a real legit city <laughs> in the northeast. Okay. And we were talking one day and he said, uh I was you know, as one does, I'm proud of where I come from. As so are, anytime yeah. I always bring it up to people, especially people from the city. And so I was like, uh yeah, my dad's a dairy farmer. I grew up on a dairy farm and he's like, Man, the first time I saw a cow was at uh, the zoo, uh, and, and who was like a teenager. And I was like, wow, the first time he saw one in person, that's how city he was. I've never even heard of a Apparently cow. Apparently it's a weird a zoo. zoo. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like a petting zoo. I don't, maybe <laughs> I just went with it. And so I told him how big. And then, was, I, and then I saw a dog. In the yeah, zoo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, turns out it was a yard. It wasn't a zoo, but they. Uh, their last name was Zoo. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, we were talking and I said, yeah, the, the dairy is on 200 acres. And, uh, he looked at me serious as everything and said, uh, how many blocks is that? Oh, wow. And I said, oh, we live, we have lived two different lives. I have no idea. Yeah, and I don't like, think that way. Yeah, like, because you're like, I have no, I don't know how I big a block no, is. I have no idea of how big a block is, and he has no idea of how big an acre yeah, is. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. Wow, that is That's how he thinks, is like in in terms of blocks. <laughs> like he would say, hey, that, you know, go up there three blocks, take a right. I would never use that terminology because right. it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And I would say, yeah, that's a 20-acre field. Like, and that's how we see the world different. And it was a very interesting perspective because we live very different lives. So, and, so here's what's going to happen. Um, as, as you know, um, Carrie and I and our oldest son Hayden are about to begin 
a summer of travel, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be all connected to some medical care that he has to have. And uh, so, as you know, we're, we're beginning our first run this kind of upcoming week. And so we're everywhere from Wilmington, Delaware, to New Jersey, to New York, to Philadelphia, and uh, having all these consultations and things of that sort. And so what I'm going to try to do, in addition to getting as much information as we possibly can related to Hayden's care, I'm also going to try to determine how large an actual block is. Yeah, you another know, option would just be to like you could Google, Google it, but I don't want to do that. But why? Yeah, why? Because so well, when if I come you back, had, my descriptor of how big a block is going to be like it's like two buildings. Yeah, There's like two sure. two medium sized buildings and a deli. Do you think a block is less than an acre? I have no idea. What would your What would your guess be? I grew up in Farragut. Yeah, I mean, I even know. even there, we don't talk we don't about blocks. blocks. Yeah. So it would be nice and easy if a block was one acre, wouldn't that be make that would make everything easy because then you could just go, okay, well, two blocks okay. is two acres. I don't think that's the case. You're we gonna Google have, I'm it gonna now. To, I'm gonna have to look it up. Now I'm like really wanting to know, but I don't want to. I want. I don't want to Google. <laughs> you know, as we talk about those things and googling. I was, uh, I have introduced the kids as I talked about America's Funny Some Videos the other day, or earlier in the segment. Uh, obviously Alfonso is now the host, uh, Carlton from, right. from Fresh Prince. Right. Who he's great. He's great. great. Yeah. He's no Bob Saget. No. Uh, Bob Saget, Rest in my opinion, peace. the best, the best host ever. America's Funny yeah. Some Videos. Uh, so. So, I don't, I don't, in no fashion. In no fashion to be disrespectful to to Bob Saget, who's clearly just mm-hmm. passed and and so tragic, um, but always uh, as uh, now as an adult, fascinating to understand that Bob Saget as a comedian oh, was yeah, don't, really don't Google that yeah it was like really really like crass raunchy raunchy you know yeah, yeah. and yet so pure on America's Funniest Home and ho- and uh, Full House yeah. Mm, yeah yeah and so so I have you. Interestingly enough, on Hulu, you can get every season after Bob, but you okay. cannot access the first seven seasons. Huh. Uh, but some people have gone on YouTube and uploaded episodes. Oh. So last night, sat down with the kids, and we watched two episodes of Bob Saget hosting America's Funniest Videos. And I had to tell them, because Summer was like, oh, that happened in September of 1989. I was like, yeah, because none of these recordings were done on phones. They were done with cameras right. that had a timestamp. Which is so cool. And it was interesting watching where it was like, none of these people have phones. They're not looking at anything. They actually have a V8, a camcorder on, on their, their shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. And it was, it was great. It really was a, an interesting. And you know, the interesting thing was a lot of mullets. A lot of fanny packs, very yeah. similar to 2022. Yeah, a lot of full denim. All that's coming back. A lot of full denim. As yeah. it should. 2022. Yeah. We'll also Be back. come back. We hope you will as well. So while we were at break, Jason Googled a block. And, and we're getting some mix. We're getting some mix. Like one said between two to five acres. Which is still, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Another one says from north to south. There are typically eight blocks per mile. Okay. Although there are many areas with more blocks per mile. <laughs> How, so, so so there's no uniform to it. There's no uniformity. So an area approximately equal to four square acres, one square city block. Okay. I'm getting kind of. But I think we're. I think we're 
narrowing down to that general So market. it could even be, depending on what city you're in, how right. big the block is. Right. But acre is the same everywhere. Correct. So instead of saying blocks, they should say acres. What if, the, what if you were in New York City, you know, and you're, you're walking fast, and everybody's walking fast, and they don't, nobody, nobody wants to look at you or talk to you because they got a place to go. But let's say you run into a nice person. And I person. plan on fighting that yeah. when I'm when I'm For sure. And let's yeah. say you, you run into a nice person and you go, uh, hey, I need to get to, you know, 32nd and 4th. I don't know. Well, uh, go four more acres and yeah, turn right. four more acres. Just after you get up four acres, take a right, and then two more acres. You'll see it. Yeah, wouldn't that be weird? That would be very strange. Yeah. In fact, so so now that we've voiced it, we'd like to retract that as a suggestion. Yeah. But, oh, well, what man. you need to do when you're up in the Northeast in the in the next few weeks is when they when they tell you how many blocks to go up, your your response should be, "Thank you, but I've done some research." And is this the two to five oh, yeah. acre block? <laughs> is this the four to eight? I'd like to know. I just need to know. Jump in an Uber, or do I actually want to walk? Yeah, which block? Yeah, uh, metric are we looking at? Give me your give me your opinion. So, I mean, again, you know, this first run of of consults, and he's got to do a big three hour MRI Mm. that has all this contrast and things of that sort. And but uh, but it feels like we're kind of narrowing in on on kind of that part of the country that I, I just described. But we also even um, here, uh, you know, in, in the next couple of days, have a consult with a surgeon in New Orleans. Oh. Or New Orleans. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. Say, I don't know. So yeah. the question is, if I'm choosing between, like, let's say Philadelphia mm. and New Orleans, all things aside outside of surgeons sure. and, you know, yeah. all, all that other jazz, which is what we're going to choose Absolutely. on. Absolutely. But if I, if I had to choose, or if you had to choose... Are you going to spend time in Philadelphia or New Orleans? Uh, if it were, I've been to Philadelphia. Okay. I haven't been to so New you Orleans. Might that. So I would, you know, so it, New Orleans would be new yeah. for me. So I'd be like, well, that would be a place I haven't, I don't think I've been to New Orleans. Uh, but I've been to Philadelphia. It is pretty cool to um, see, see the Liberty the Bell. Yeah. About the History Bell. <laughs> the History Bell is important. I was thinking um, about historical monuments. Yeah, yeah. And then I tried to say Liberty Bell. Instead, I got history. I will say, when I was in Philadelphia, the the cost of parking is astronomical. Yeah. And I'm sure with inflation, it's a thousand dollars I think we're now. probably just going to Uber everywhere. Uh, well, yeah, that was before Uber uh, when I was up there. Uh, I would say, because you mentioned Delaware. Yeah, Wilmington. If you get an opportunity to go to Providence, Rhode Island, oh. if you've ever been there, it I'm is... Not worth your time if you're already going to be up there it's gorgeous very walkable yeah who knew that like wilmington delaware and philadelphia pennsylvania are legitimately like 25 minutes from each other i did not know which i would say rhode island's not far either because they're all little bitty i mean at least with delaware and rhode island all right so today as much as our listeners want to hear about dairy farms and right our medical travel sure Anything really stand out to you in the past week? Well, we we have major news uh, things that we need to process. I think we're we're an angry population right now. We are. We're an angry culture. We we had uh, the mass shooting in Buffalo. We had a, a shooting a, a shooting at a church. Um, yeah, just this past Sunday, you had both of those. Yeah. I guess uh, maybe I, I, uh, maybe I a day apart. Yeah, a day yeah. apart. 
It's just so tragic. And, well, and, and, you know, you look at the deal, clearly one was hate, crime, sure. uh, race-related, just uh, uh, evil. I mean, absolutely yeah. evil. And, 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 and then you see another one, uh, clearly evil as well, but, but then, um, you know, an invasion into a church. Yeah. Man, it's just that well, hard that, stuff. and then we were, we were in, um, so the, the kids had recitals at, at the University of Tennessee over the weekend, and we had some time between, so, so Charlie's recital was in the morning at 1030, and then Evelyn's was going to be at 5. Did so they do that, like, in Thompson Bowling Arena? Yeah, no, they actually like did it at the New Student Union, Oh, uh, which is a gorgeous nice. building yeah, and the nice auditorium. Cool. It was yeah. really, really well done. Nice. I was... I was very pleased and and actually very, if I'm honest, very surprised. It was yeah. really well done, well, well organized. Awesome. Still well, not the jumbotron, but no, eh. but it was good. Okay, good. And so we had some time to 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 kill, and so we thought, oh, we'll go to the Market Square. Well, a coworker of mine starts texting our our work group, and it's like we're in Market Square, and there are protesters down here about abortion, and they're screaming obscenities. People are eating outside with their families, and they're screaming obscenities, and they're they're saying terrible things about the church and all this stuff. And I looked at Aaron, and I was like, "Yeah, we're not going to Market Square." First off, because I have a pretty good handle on myself, but you right. start doing that in front of my children, right. and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do, and, and the last thing I need is to get, be on film doing that. And Correct. So, so we ended up eating at a hotel uh, downtown, which was, which was okay, besides the raw chicken that they served me. But, uh, uh, but as we... <laughs> at least you didn't have to walk as many acres. That is true. And we did do an awful lot of walking, <laughs> I will say. Uh, over the weekend, we did go up in the Sun Sphere. A lot, oh, of, a lot of fun okay. things. Yeah. Okay, fun. But, but I say all that to say, like, there were people, we're just an angry yeah. populace right now. And the interesting thing, the dichotomy uh, that I saw over the weekend was you, you had those folks screaming obscenities and making everybody uncomfortable at Market Square, people just trying to go about their Saturday. And they were saying terrible things about the church collectively, capital C Church. At the same time that was happening, there was a group of folks from a number of churches at Hope Resource Center wrapping gifts for expected moms. Yeah. And so you have one group sacrificing their Saturday to, to love on people they don't even know. Then you have another group taking out their Saturday to make a lot of people uncomfortable and, and, and you're not going to bring them to your side. I mean, right. I don't, obviously I don't agree with them, but if you're trying to persuade and get people to, to come to your conclusion Doing it that way is, right. isn't going to work, but but you couple that all with where we're at as a society, and and I was even thinking this morning, uh, and I wanted to ask you about it as a as a pastor, as somebody that that has been in this work for a long time. What do you think? I mean, let, obviously it's the post Genesis three world. We, we always talk about that. The fallen is kind of has. Uh, fractured everything. So right. that's, that plays a huge role in what we're seeing. Sure. But what else, what other factors do you think are driving the animosity, the anger that we're seeing, the vitriol that we're seeing on social media, not just social media, now it's spilling into real life. What do you, what do you think is some of the driving factors of that? You know, I, I, I think there are, um, there are, 
all kinds of ways that fallenness reveals itself. And um, I think specific to our society, you know, we, we, we hit a lot on terms of social media and, you know, the, the, the messaging and the, um, the kind of influx of information and the propaganda and all things that we're subjected to. But I, I will tell you, I, I really do believe that there is something in a, a lot of, I think there's something in all of us that that wants to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. And so what happens though in in this fallen world is that we attach ourselves to these things that are maybe of God and then sadly we often attach ourselves to as many things that are not of God. But they become our they become more than a discussion. They become our purpose and when someone pushes back on our purpose or pushes back on our identity well then we get really really angry and when we don't have christ we act in ways that are often unflattering we're going to talk much more about it because the thing is far more complex than this is that's just one dynamic we'll be back we got a lot of nice girls back You know, as we listen to this song, and it's, a, it's an old school song, it's a great one, uh, one of the songs at the recital was, uh, again, it was very good, uh, but one of them was uh, Rockin' Robin. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, tweet, tweet, yeah, you know, there's, tweet, there's, there's a number of songs that... Do you pay royalties for, I don't, for I that? I don't know, maybe. I hope not. I, probably not the way you just did it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Do we get a fine for the way that I just But did? as we... It's interesting. There's a few songs out there. We rock in the treetops all you, day long. That is, it is a great yeah, good man, one. Yeah, man, that's all of a But there's a, stuck in my mind there's the a few the songs out there that it, when played in a room full of people, right. you can just observe. And even the the most reserved person buttoned up will start like bobbing their head, snapping their fingers, shoulders start moving. And I was watching because I don't know if my kids had ever heard the song. Okay. But I was watching my youngest and what that music did to her. Oh, I mean, really? Really? she just could not control her shoulders. I couldn't. Like it was, it is one of those songs you're like, yeah, I can't sit still for that one. And so they've been, they've been telling Alexa to play it all weekend. Oh, that's fun. And uh, I was like, that's good stuff. And then we heard some. Uh, some good Michael Buble. We heard some good uh, Fr- Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. I feel like we might need to try to work that into the worship set just so I can see your shoulders uh, you will, under control. There's no I mean, way I, you I, sit I, still I, during uncontrolled, that. Uncontrolled, I believe. Your shoulders uncontrolled. Yeah, there's no way you sit still during that. Song. Okay, we don't plan on working that yeah, into no, the worship I don't know set. how you would do that, you know, uh, so, but it's a good one. So we were talking uh, before the break about just why we think there's just so much vitriol, and like yeah. why there's so much anger and hostility. And I, I just think, that, as I said, I think there's a huge piece of just where our our identity, yeah. where our hope is wrapped up in, and and I think so many people that they feel like in many ways they are bringing value to the world, or they are bringing value to their own life by 
being passionate about a certain cause uh, or being an advocate for someone or or, or deeming who has been the one that has been oppressed. And, and yet, ultimately, if you see it, that's a shadow of, of all the things God actually wanted for us. Like God does want us to be about something bigger than ourselves. God does want us to, to be an advocate for those that are oppressed. God does want us to be, um, you know, a, a champion for important causes. But what happened in the fallenness of the world, we got confused about what are the causes and who are the oppressed and everything else. And so you, you have, you have just this very unique dynamic that then collides with all the things we already know, as I described, everything from social media to mm-hmm. the to mainstream media. I mean, I, 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 I it was. Listen, there, there's clearly no question that you and I are going to to lean uh, far more right than we do left, and, sure. and that that is not going to surprise any of our listeners. Um, and yet, you and I would also be very quick to say. That, that some of the traditional news outlets that either represent the right or represent the left, I mean, they can they can miss it. All yeah. of them can miss it, you know. But it's just, it's so stark. I mean, I, I even just uh, this past Sunday, when I was looking at the news, of course, you know, kind of the two big stories were the shooting in the grocery store yep. and the shooting in the church. Mm-hmm. And depending on which news outlet you were reading, one seemed to, to be almost elevated as more important than the other. And you're like, man, that's that's almost sad because it. The truth is, both of these are tragic. Yeah. Both of these are evil. Both of these are 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 horrendous in every way. And I understand you can only have one leading headline and things right. of that sort. But but it's just so interesting, and there's so many dynamics that are in play there. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Why why do you think that the, yeah. that the world seems to be so angry? I think I think part of it is uh, I think in this day and time we are a bored people, and I think the reason again now I wasn't alive you know, for for a bulk of this. But I think there definitely was a time of society where you didn't have time to be angry about everything, much less even know what was going on in Buffalo, New York, or right. or Texas, or, or fill in the blank, or around the world, yeah, in Ukraine, or, right. or whatever. And so because of that, it was like, well, I don't, I don't have time. I got a, I got things to do. I got you. You sent me an article the other day about kind of Little House on the Prairie and, and that that mindset. It was great because yeah. one of the actresses from Little House on yeah. the Prairie has taken up a lifestyle. Kind of homesteading type. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and, and so I, and, and you're seeing a... Also, Katy Perry <clears throat> now lives in Kentucky. Also read there that. There you go. Yeah. So, and so yeah, as you, I think what you're seeing, what you're seeing is you're definitely seeing a move for a lot of people, a move in that direction. I think there's a, I mean, if you look at the numbers of homeschooling now, I mean, that number has yeah. gone out of the roof and homesteading is, is now popular. I think people are trying to, how do I run, a, not run away, maybe not the right way, but how do I, how do I get away how from? How can I distance myself yeah. in, a, in a healthy manner? Yeah. And so. And, and listen, the large majority of the folks that we know, because we actually know, sure. uh, you yeah. know, folks that. I do too. That have chosen to say, hey, I'm going to yeah. go get some acreage and I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to, you know, or, or. 
not even necessarily that, hey, it's all about the homestead, but people that have said, hey, listen, we just, we're going to choose a different approach on, yeah. you know, our kids are not going to do these things. Yeah. Or um, we're, I'm not going to commit to these things. I mean, it's just trying to, you know, I'm, I'm out on social media. I mean, whatever that may be. And it's not to say that all of those people are trying to hide. No, yeah. Um, but they're trying to, I think, find a, a balance and find – uh, maybe even not a balance, but a, a, a leaning more towards that which is right in front of them, as opposed to things that seem to be. Well, you know, here's kind of the thing: around. if if you look, I, I I consider myself a pro-life advocate. That is the work that I do. It is it is the it is what I get paid to do. Uh, it is it is become it is the hill that I'm going to die on. It is the like that is the issue. But if you find yourself where that is now your identity, and that is all you're wrapped up in, then it will lead you to do things that you will justify because it points you back to my original mission. Right. And so whether that be you're on the life side or the abortion side, what you're seeing, what happened in Market Square with that protest, they believe that to their core. So if, if you get to a place of that, then, then you're... Uh, you're, you're you're missing kind of what's right in front of you. So I could have let, and I almost did let, what was going on in Market Square ruin, ruin my Saturday. Right. When my Saturday was built around my two little girls at a dance recital. Yeah. And your shoulders. And my shoulders to Rock and Robin. Yeah. Uh, tweet, tweet, tweet a little leap. And, and obviously, and, we and, don't, we but, I don't want to make but, but this point. But I, I do think we have those, even there were moments where Aaron looked at me and was like, forget about what's happening yeah. Down there. And, and so and so we have to that doesn't mean I uh, forget about the issue. Yeah, absolutely. You, but we have gotten to a place now, especially in social media amplifies this where we we have opinions. We we need people to know. And look, I will be honest over the last couple of weeks with the Roe v. Wade conversation and what's to come in the near future. It has been very difficult for me to not comment on so many posts sure. and to say so many things. And, and it's been, it's been hard because I'm like, Hey, I've read about, I know, you know, there's part of me is like, I know a lot more about this than, than you do. Right. I really want to clarify some things, but, but telling myself, but that's not the place. Right. You know, and a comment thread is right. not the place. And and so we are we are so bored. We have progressed to the point in society with science and technology and the ability to do things that we become a bored society. And so because we're so bored, we get angry about things that we see, and we have access to so much information right. that I, I don't, our brain is not wired to take in. Well, I'll, you know that there's the expression, you know, you're you're triggered or whatever, sure. maybe which is obviously you know probably less than ideal expression. But I think, I do think there is also something connected to, um, we are, we are in, in many ways, uh, a society that is driven by headlines Mm -hmm. and driven by 140 characters or driven by small snippets. And, and openly, you know, we, we don't have um, we well. Let's put it this way: we have a lot of uninformed opinions. 
Does that make sense? Yes. You know, like yeah. a lot of a lot of opinions and a lot of expectations to hold opinions from from a world that says, sure. "Well, what do you think? What do you think?" And, and 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 if you if you don't say something about it, then you you're apathetic about yeah. it. You know, like so this expectation of an opinion, and, and and in a lot of ways, like we we don't really in in many cases have the discipline to actually. Like do the due diligence to actually learn right. the full issues. I mean, you know, we we look back at this bill that that uh, you know was running through Florida. Uh, yep. That you so you know what was what was deemed the "Don't Say Gay" bill, yeah, which well, is not it, it's, anywhere in the bill. It's, it's, it's not not in the bill, yeah. and and it's and it is a mischaracterization of of something that is that is very very different than what was being described, and and so. But if you hear it on the surface, or you just yeah. read a headline, or you take somebody's word for it yeah. via a tweet, well then sure, sure you're going to get angry, sure you're going to be opinionated, sure you you feel like you got to stand up. Man, there's just a lot of variables in it. It's yeah, a whole lot of variables. I saw I saw a post the other day that said, you know, I'm really upset that Waffle House hasn't come out with a statement on this x y or z issue and they were making it making light because they yeah. said that's where we are as a society right. that every corporation every individual every nonprofit, everybody every church needs is, to put a statement out on everything the only thing statement i want them to make is when are the waffles yeah. ready that's and, what i and, care about and how much bigger are you going to make the grand slam breakfast? that's right that's what that's, that's what i want you talking about waffle house and so keep doing you. We're hashtag non-spawn, but we're but open to it. We are 100% open to that. <laughs> we'll be back. That's one, you know, it's a rule. If there's a good harmonica in a song, it wins. It you, works. You did more than shoulder that work. Was my head. You did kind of a, like a chicken, yeah. like a move of your head forward. Yeah. That's, that, uh, that was solid. You know, I think there there are definitely some folks, my dad is probably one of them, that when a song like that were to come on and you think, you got to move to that. Right. That they just sit still. It does literally, <laughs> it does literally nothing. I even think of my papa back in the day. You could put on the most upbeat song. Nothing. And he would just be like, eh, you know, they don't make them like they used to. Like, Man. yeah. But but they do. But yeah, yeah. they they do. They're still, you can still tap uh, your foot to this one. And so so we talked earlier that uh, we we make predictions. So uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do right now is predict. We do how low the stock market's going to go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All we're right, not going to so predict that. What, what do you think the peak of gas is going to be this summer? Oh my gosh! Uh, we well, think? it went it went down a couple weeks ago, and now it's back up. You know, here's the thing. I'm going to sound like an old curmudgeon for a do. second I already do but go uh, because when when it here's here's how they get you jason when it goes down to say into in right now context to 380 what do we say oh it's down no that's uh-huh. not down it's folks outrageously that up. is still super high but we have been conditioned to be like 419 is too much and then here's another thing that, that grinds my gears is we drove to Middle Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And when it was 390 in Knoxville, it was 340. Of course. In places in Middle Tennessee. Yep. So explain that to me. 
But anyway, I think I think this summer we're going to see in Tennessee because I mean in California it's already above five dollars, six dollars. Uh, I think in Tennessee we're going to really inch close to that five dollar mark. Are I you really serious? do. Yeah. Oh no. Inflation Jeez, inflation sure seems to be going nowhere. I, I mean, I, it's I only know. going up. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm My goodness. Sure you're wrong. I filled Man. up the the van though. It's hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my truck's about a hundred right now. And then, and then, you know, if you go to Ingles and you got ten cents off, they're like, we're happy to give you ten cents off, but you can only put twenty gallons in that beast, right? And get ten cents off. I'm like, well, twenty gallons is like a sip. That's not even <laughs> quenching the thirst. Uh, and so, what about the uh, University of Tennessee baseball? Oh. Team? So they lost to Georgia one game this week one weekend, game. They but the they, they won the won series. The series yeah. Still, not, still going to be number one. A good team. They got Mississippi State to end out the week uh, and and to end out the season, I yeah, believe. Yeah, the regular season. And so we already know. Looks like we'll be the number unless we somehow some. I mean, just completely collapse. I don't know. Even weekend. if they lost every game between now and the end, of yeah, the, I don't looks know like if they we would moved be the number, number one, one seed yeah. uh, going into the national tournament. Well, let's start with the SEC tournament. Do you think we win the SEC tournament? Yes. I do, too. I agree. I do think we will win the SEC tournament. I I think the depth of our pitching is yeah. going to take us a long way. Well, and our lineup is insane. Right. Everybody. I I fear yeah. that we have not... We've not been a great base running team. We've had some kind of debacles yeah. there. We, we've just not seized some moments. and In fact, even that third game in the Georgia series, we had a chance yep. to kind of jump out a little bit and kind of give ourselves a little breathing room, and we did not. And before you know it, it's going the whole other yep. direction, and we end up losing by Not just that. Runs. We we don't throw a lot of base runners out no. that are stealing. Yeah, and so, so if, it, if teams just start going, hey, we're going to run on it, we're going to yeah. test his arm. Yeah. And that's no shot against him. I no. mean, he kind of got thrown into that position right. this year, but uh, that's going to be tough. So, what's what's your feelings? Okay, you think we win the SEC tournament? What's your feeling? I do think. Well, I do think we. Plus, if there's like some twenty year something yeah, crazy, some yeah. like twenty year record of number, number one seed not, not winning. Yeah, you know, and so it's hard. We I mean, go to Omaha. To, you think we go do, to Omaha? I do think we we'll go to too. Omaha. I'm very yeah. hopeful we go to Omaha, and I think we will. Okay. Again, I think we've just got so much depth. I think we have enough confidence. Yeah. Um, I, I think we will. I just can't. I can't say with confidence we're going to win. Like I feel like it's likely we, you know, we're down to the to to our last, you know, four or six teams. But yeah. I, I just don't know. I'm going full ham. Uh, well, as, as I'm proud, yeah. you are. And so I, I hope think I hope you're wrong about gas and right about yeah. This. I'm going full ham. I think we win the World Series. The, the national championship. The national championship, the college world series. I yep. think we win that. And I think, uh, I think the, I think Vitella may get tossed at least in one game because he's trying to get the boys, uh, amped and, or the pitching coach. He's got a yep. bit of a, a streak yep. in him as well. Yep. Um, but I think we come out of there. I think Trey Lipscomb is the SEC player of the year. And Trey Lipscomb is the MVP of the College World Series. Man. That's what I think. And I think. Unfortunately, you can't get to Omaha because it costs $7 Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to watch it on TV. Yeah, so. Uh, But I also think uh, Jordan Beck is going to be drafted very, very high. He will. And make a lot of money. I say he goes to the Yankees. 
Oh. They have, he'll have to cut his hair. He will. And his mustache. So, no. No, I, as much as I would love that, I don't want him to go there. He needs to keep that. I can't control his yeah. future. I just predict it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll be back. Y'all have a great, great week. We'll see you next week.